You're listening to MHD Off the Record South LA Highlights, where I, Siobhan Taylor, speak with local organizations, small businesses, and individuals doing amazing work in South LA. Here, we uplift and highlight their work while keeping you informed of resources available in our community. On this episode, we speak with Rudy and Ana Garcia, owners of Team Garcia Boxing Gym in South Central Los Angeles. TG Boxing Gym has experienced trainers and coaches who can help you reach your goal to compete as an amateur or pro boxer. Team Garcia also gives back to their local community by being a safe space for the local youth through their nonprofit, which provides sparring and boxing classes for children as young as seven years old. Rudy is a South Central native who has been boxing since 10 years old, competitively since 14, and has been a coach for about 20 years. In addition to supporting Rudy in gym management, Anna, also a South Central native, runs their non-boxing women's fitness classes. TG Boxing Gym is more than the sport itself. It's about, as their motto states, building champions for life. Enjoy the show. So welcome, Rudy and Anna. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Good, good. Good. Well, I'm excited to have you here because I had the pleasure of visiting your gym yesterday and I had a wonderful experience. For one thing, it was, I had never been to a boxing gym before in my life. So that was my first time. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what it would look like. It was a lot of people. Like, y'all don't play. Like, people from the community clearly show up. So what inspired you to start TG Boxing Gym? Um, well, uh, I, I started boxing myself when I was 10 years old. And I continued um going throughout my my teens and it, it really it, me growing up in south central it really helped me to you know stay stay away from the streets so uh when i had a chance i decided to open up well my son started uh, i started i started uh, coaching my sons and they actually uh started bringing their friends and um that's how we decided to start training and around what year was this um, two thousand, like two thousand three, I think it was. So two thousand three, two thousand three, when you yeah. first started like training your son yeah. and all of that. Uh, actually, I was gonna go pro. Okay, I was in, the, in that transition. I was actually getting ready for it, and they were still younger. They were like six, seven, five. I have five boys, so uh, they were the first ones that 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 actually started training. Um, I, you know, we actually they would actually go around with me in the mornings and be part of the training and then once they because uh, as an amateur you're able to compete when you're eight so once they turn eight um, they actually started taking it more serious and I decided to to not go pro and just become a full-time coach with them so you were coaching your sons first yeah well actually I was I was helping my coach uh, coach uh, his his boxers that were pros and my sons were just in the gym. Oh wow! So once once they became old enough, then I decided to start training them to compete. Okay, and so that's they how were just I transitioned to amateurs. So they were just kind of in the space, yeah, they around. Kinda, yeah, they, so were, they grew uh, up in it. Yeah, uh-huh. amazing. So they grew up in it, and you were just starting off, kind of coaching in the space, helping your coach coach his boxers, his pro boxers. Yeah, his pro boxers. So you were basically a pro coach. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Practically, I started doing that. Nice. Yeah, and then I I transitioned to the amateurs. And so, in coaching your sons, that inspired you to start a gym. Um, well, the the beginning, um, I had that. Uh, I've been boxing since I was ten, 
So like around 23, 24, I wanted to turn pro. I always had it in the back of my mind. But I started having kids young, so that I kept going in and out of the gym. And once I just seen at so young age that I would teach them something and how they, they were able to perform it at, in the ring, I just fell in love with it. So I fell in love with coaching. And I really just dedicated, like I, I forgot about my career but going pro, and I just dedicated myself to do that. Um, when I first started, I, I just did it just to train them. I, I, I didn't think about training nobody else. But then they started bringing my nephews, my niece, and then their friends. And they were like, oh, can you just train my friend? And I, and so one of the rules that I had was, I'm not going to train nobody that's not going to compete. So what I meant about that is not necessarily that they were going to compete, but at least they were going to take it serious because their training was going to be different. It could take them three months to compete or it could take them a year or two. But in their back of their mind, they would, they would, they would train to compete. So that's how we started having a team, and our team actually started doing really good. Uh, we had maybe about 20, 25 kids, and at that time, throughout those first years, uh, right away we started going to nationals. And people that know bo boxing, there's kids that box for years, never make it to the nationals. Well, the fir our first years, right, like my, my sons won their first nationals when they were 10. So they, they started really young. So but by the I would say about the third year, fourth year, we had at least ten of our of the team members being in the top ten in the nation. Oh wow. So we started getting on fast and I just started falling in love with the competition, with everything, just the traveling, you know, seeing kids from South Central, um, like we talked before, you know, they when you get to nationals, it's it's a long tournament. You fight uh, district, then state, then regionals, and then nationals. And then just seeing them being so proud where they come from, because when you're in the district, you represent your gym. But once you win the state, you represent your state. Then you represent your region. So it becomes a, it becomes a team. It becomes a group. And they're so proud of representing it. You go in and fight, uh, the East Coast, you know, uh, Texas. And we as California, we're, you know, we're so proud. So we have a lot of good boxers. And so every year they, they would look up to that. So throughout the whole year, they train for these nationals. And um, just seeing their face, a lot of, a majority of these kids, I can say that I was, a, they, uh, I got them in an airplane for the first time of their life. Oh, wow. So this so, was like an experience for them. Yeah, so it was an experience. And all these things, uh, being their first, Time being out of their homes uh, for a week in, in a hotel, being in being in an airplane, or sometimes we would rent a van. Like let's say we go to Reno, uh, all these experiences, it, it it just drove me more into to just falling in love uh, to becoming. You become more than a coach because you spend a lot of time with them, so you really care for them, how they eat, because it's a it's a it's a dieting sport. You know, you got to make weight. Um, just a lot of uh, emotion and and mental toughness and being disciplined and how uh, they learn how to uh, appreciate things because now you're you're out and you're you're um, they they see other stuff you show them other stuff that not not just South Central not just the bad stuff not just the negative stuff you show them that there's more out there you know uh, we take them to run to the mountains to the hills to to the beaches. Just all these, all these experiences, 
and seeing their face and seeing how they developing throughout the years, it's just, I, I fell in love with it. I think that's beautiful to hear because there's a few th reasons why I love to hear that. One of the reasons I love to hear that is because I hear how initially it was about boxing for you, right? Because yeah. you said, no, I want the kids are going to be serious. You're going to, you're going to, you want to, you know, really box. You want to go pro. You want to, whatever it is, right? It was about the seriousness of it. But it sounds like as the young people are developing, because you're watching them develop, right? And grow in this sport. But you're also watching them grow and develop as people, as young men and women, right? But at the same time, you're growing and developing. Yes. So it got to be more than just about the sport. It's about your mentorship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so beautiful. And the reason why is because it's for young people, especially from our community, also being a South Central native, also being somebody who had um, a lot of a, a rough upbringing. The thing that changed my life and I've watched change the lives of so many other young people is having mentors like yourself. Someone who cared enough about us to give us that attention, that time to take us places we've never been before, to help us explore these worlds that we would have never had an opportunity to even touch if it weren't for someone like you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we have the men in our communities be that as well. I think sometimes we, because if you go to a lot of spaces, we you know we have our teachers, which are mostly women, which is great. Yeah. Um, we have, sometimes we have other um, people in our community that might be uh, teachers or other mentors. A lot of times we have a lot of women that do volunteer work. When I work for Big Brothers Big Sisters, we had a lot of women that would volunteer, not a lot of men, a lot, not a lot of men of color, right? Mm -hmm. But to see a Latino man from our community step up for the kids in our community. And now you're telling me I developed as a mentor. You didn't use those exact words, but I'm hearing you describe mm -hmm. it. It sounds like you developing as a mentor mm -hmm. and you created a gym from that to further that growth is so beautiful to hear. I want—I just want to highlight that so you can see the power that you have and what you've done in the community. Your wife is over here nodding and smiling. So <laughs> I want her to jump in and, and I'm curious to know why you're nodding and smiling. You know what? Um, as when I met him, um, like I, I said, I said earlier, I met him through uh, my brother-in-law because he used to take my nephew to the boxing gym. So we met there and we just started talking. So when I got more involved and I saw what he was doing with the kid, that motivated me a lot. And I like I like helping. And I think we did click really good on that because I love helping other people. And um I've been part, uh, we've been together for six years and I've been part of it. Um, we've done a lot to to the kids. Like he said, uh, not only um, the pros too, we we travel them and there's uh, some, some kids that their parents cannot go out of town or out of the country because they're um, immigration situations. And that's when I step in there and become like their mom. And wow. help them as their mom. And I love doing that. I love helping people. And um, I love seeing all these kids, their smile when they're there. And we uh, treat um, all of them in our gym as a family. I mean, I know you went there yesterday and you saw that environment. And we we treat each other as equal. Yes. I mean, some of them, they're more, they're pros. And some of them, they're starting. And, and we help each other right there. That's how we teach them. We teach them respect. We have to help each other. And uh, we want to keep this going, you know, for our community. 
I love it. And I and I did get that sense of community. I got the strong sense of family. I saw parents there with their children. Mm-hmm. I got to meet uh, a lot of fathers with their children, daughters and sons, right? Mm-hmm. Which is another thing I noticed right off the top is that you had a good mix of boys and girls. It was black and brown. I was like, wow, this is diverse. I saw older people, younger people. Um, I thought all of that was just beautiful to see. It felt community. It felt like family. I noticed it was a big family affair. You said your sons are boxers. Um, I, I met your niece who was yeah. a, a boxer. She was really sweet to talk to. She was even also giving me some insight into what boxing meant for her and why it was so important to her. And it was great talking to her, by the way, and and the role that she even feels like she plays by being there as a teenage girl in the space and how she feels like you know she can even inspire other young girls who come to the gym who sometimes feel a little shy in that space. Because yeah. boxing initially, I mean, for me growing up, now you see a lot more female boxers yeah. um, in present you know, um, I've watched documentaries about them. I see them more so on social media. Definitely didn't see that when I was a little girl. Yeah. Well, there wasn't no social media when I was a little girl. Yeah. But you definitely didn't see a lot of boxers um, when I was a child, female boxers when I was a yeah. child. And now I walk into your gym and I see little girls boxing. Yeah. Little girls. Like, I don't yeah. even know how, like 12 or something like that. And um, your niece, I think is about 15. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yeah, I know that the girls come in there might be a little shy, could be a little intimidating, but they see me or I talk to them and they feel they feel better. They can get a little more comfortable. And it does have that family community feel to it. Was that intentional? Was it something that you created intentionally or it's just how you guys naturally are and it just came out that way? Um, I, think, I think it comes, uh, it does somewhat comes naturally. And I just like it. I like the feel. It's like, um, and, and 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 I do it. I do it with my sons too. You know, we try to uh, be close enough to each other to push each other to be better. So uh, you know how um, they how we say uh, we're in competition with ourselves. I tell them, yeah, we're in competition with ourselves and everybody else because what you want, everybody wants. So it's not. It's just how you see it. Like. I want them to be in competition in between them, but a friendly competition so you can push each other. Like if you if you if you can do it, how come I can? That type of competition, not because I'm better than you, is just just to push each other to be better. And if they can help each other, uh, if they can give each other uh, tips, or if one went through a mistake, how can they help each other? And that's throughout, throughout, through everywhere, through, through all, even if they're, if we're not family members, because once, once we're at the gym, we're all family, one way or another. Because if we, we start, we spend so much time together, and emo- and sometimes it's emotional stuff because you're, you're, you're upset or you're tired or you're, whatever it is, but you, you start bonding really close. And you start helping each other. And the coaches that I have there, they all of them, all of them boxed before. And I think maybe like three of them I trained when they used to fight. So they, we have like the same uh, model, we should say. And like I told you uh, when we talked, is that uh, one thing that I like about boxing that is not seasonal, because in that that is when it when when we uh, stop doing. Something that is helping us stay in track or to or moving forward, we can we can get too comfortable and maybe not come back. If we take a month off or two months, it's gonna be it's gonna be harder to come back. So if this is if this could be you know the whole year, 
yeah, you could take two or three days off. But the coach, me as a coach, I'm going to be like, where you, where you been? Like, you've been missing to it. We said three days. Or they'll come off of a fight and just take one week off at the most because the competitions keep happening. And there's different goals. By ages, by le by levels. So a boxer's career, for a regular person, it ends very young. So 30, 35, they, they, they're going to be retiring. But nobody understands that they've been doing it since they're eight years old. So it's a long career. They don't have a normal childhood that everybody thinks because their friends are the ones from the gym. All, all their surround the people that, that usually that really stay and do this until the end, they don't know, they don't step outside that circle. So it keeps it keeps them it keeps them disciplined. Yeah, I could see that. And I from listening to you, it sounds like that community aspect is actually extremely important because there's accountability. Um, cause you, like you said, if you, if you're out for a few days or a week that, you know, someone's going to be like, Hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we haven't seen you at the gym. And if you're away just for, for too long, that takes a toll on your body. You try to step back in that gym, you getting hit all yeah. over the place. <laughs> you know, that can yeah. be detrimental for your success. Mm -hmm. Um, and even just your body. And so you need to be in a space where people are encouraging you, um, even have healthy competition with you, inspiring you, um, holding you accountable. And you need to be in that type of space in order to thrive in that space. And yeah. like you said, it's a long time. And if you, I mean, if, if you're in that space yeah. consistently, and if you're having a long career in that space, um, that's going to be your community. And it sounds like yes. that's what you're uh -huh. telling me. Yeah. And then, like I was telling you before, I mean, before we, uh, we started, um, not everybody's going to become pros. You know, but if they can be and you know how normally we all say, um, you know, right now that you're young, you can party, take advantage of your being young and, the, you know, all the negative stuff. So now that I'm older, I, I can say that we should take care of, we should work hard when we're young because we have all this energy. So later on, when we don't have all that energy, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, be, we'll be set. So... If we can get if the the way I thought before, the way I was thinking now, with the with the with these young kids, that is, I think if they uh, hit a certain age, they're they they'll be uh, easier for them to make better decisions for themselves. So at least finish high school, and I think they they already passed that stage because I think that the the like for me and my sons that I've seen or the kids that I've that I've that I've seen grow is you know 13 14 15 that age is the one where you start going different ways you start think, thinking different a lot of the kids that stop boxing is around that age so they'll come and they'll say you know I don't want to do this no more and most of the time majority of the time they will leave for a few months and they'll come back mm. but the ones that don't leave most of the time they do bad bad decisions like like you know we can I mean, we, we're in South Central, so you hear all these stories. We've seen them in TV, that high-speed chases and uh, all that negative stuff. But majority of them, they come back and they do good. They graduate and then they become good men. Is that why it was so important for you to have the gym specifically in this community yes. in South Central? Yes. Because I have friends that have that do it for business. They're in Santa Monica. They're in good areas. Where, like, for example, our, our membership for kids is 50. Their membership starts at 200. So, they, you know, they, they make money. And they always tell me, why do you have that gym? 
if I try to explain to them because they didn't they didn't grow up in that environment, they're never gonna gonna understand. So I don't even I don't really try. I just tell them, you know what, you're never gonna understand. You know, so, I respect that so much. I mean, just you telling me that because I didn't yeah. have anything to compare it to. Like I said, I'd never been to yeah. a boxing gym. That's a, that's a that's something that's something like low two hundred, but they, it is high. It's high up there. I'm, I have, I um, and if they hear it, they're gonna know who I'm talking about. Um, we went. I went to New York for a fight, and they have a chain of of gyms, and they do it for business. So, um, we started talking about our gym, and he's like, "How how is your gym doing?" And we're we're literally in front of where the the twin towers uh the twin towers used to be right in that mall. So the the guy tells me, um, "How's your gym doing?" I said, "You know what? It's doing all right. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm able to keep it open. It's just my overhead is too 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 much." So back then was it's more now, but back then it was like eighty five hundred nine thousand a month. And then so the guy goes, "That's it," and I go, "Yeah." Goes, you know how much is our overhead here? He said it was like it was. I think he said it was like maybe like forty thousand because they were in that mall, right? He said, but right now, look at what day it is. And it was, they were like in the second week of the month. He's like, we're already in a, in a hundred of revenue. Wow. So imagine how much they're charging for these classes for, you know, they're doing it for money. So there, there is money in that, but not in, not in the community when you're trying to help kids. Right. So I don't do it for that. I don't think I would have the, I don't even, I don't even think the money would give me the energy to keep going with what I'm doing. I think, like I said, that is so respectable, what you're doing and the passion that you have, because I know you're doing more than just running a gym. You have a whole nother job. You're doing so much just to keep the doors open. And I think it's commendable. I think it's respectable. Um, I think it's powerful. And you're an example of what we should be doing in our community. I really encourage anybody who's listening to come through and support your gym and the hard work that you're putting into these young people and into our community. Um, You're located right on Manchester and Broadway and anybody who's familiar with that area and that neighborhood, um, anything in the East side of the 110 freeway, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know how much is needed for the young people in that area. So I want people who are listening to really take heed to what you're saying and what because what you're doing is extremely important, and I just think that's wonderful what you're doing for the children and for the young people there. And like I said earlier, it's girls, it's boys, it's black, it's brown. Yeah. Um, you have coaches there that are supporting and, and commending those coaches. You got some fire coaches. They were yeah. so nice to us when we when we went. My me and the comms team went yeah. yesterday to get pictures and everything. Um, and their co- coaches were really nice. They were serious too. It was like, okay, okay. we'll take pictures, but can you get pictures of, of me working because I got to work with these young people. <laughs> and we're not playing. We get, and, and you know what's uh, you know what's funny that we don't we I have never really sat down with them and told them what we what we want at that gym. It's just the the energy and the environment that we have, and they know what it is. Like what what are we, what are they there for? Well, I mean, like I said before, um, a couple of them they I I used to train them. But the other ones that are that are there too, they used to be ex boxers, and we they grew up in the same environment as us. They they are a lot of gyms that have uh, well, I, like I was saying that I was I, I went from different gyms and stuff that I didn't like at those other gyms. I didn't want them in my gym. I wanted more to be as a as a family, even coaches and the people around. 
because you will have those, like everything. You you have, uh, you know, coaches talking about other coaches. Oh, he doesn't know how to train or he doesn't, you know, just talking bad about each other. That is, I'm zero tolerance with that. You know, if, if there's something that we can help each other to be better, then let's go. if you're not going to help them, then don't say nothing. That's important because you yeah. want the coaches to be able, because the thing about young people is they pay attention to things like that. Yeah. They can hear mm-hmm. those things. Oh, coach doesn't get along with that coach. Yeah. And that's how drama and that's how also the young people start to have beef with each other yeah. and people start to play each other against each other. Yeah. Gonna, sorry um, to interrupt. Um, you're not going to see that in our gym. You're not. That's zero tolerance. Like you're not. Even with kids, like I said, you're not. I mean, if something's going on, just always tell them, come, come and talk to me. And then we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll try to fix things. So we like the kids to be happy, to come to our gym, to be happy, to enjoy their workout and stuff like that. And from there, I remember back then he used to train me. So what I did in there, too, to help women, too, because there's mom that comes, I um, I told him I want to start training girls, but not in, in the boxing thing. So I train them as a fitness more. That's what I do, too, to help women. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Actually, I was—I did want to bring that up. You are doing some work with women um, around fitness mm-hmm. because you guys are actually pretty holistic. You guys do more than just boxing. You guys are actually yeah. about health and nutrition. Yeah. I did some—I do my Googles. So I did my Googling, <laughs> and I saw that on one of your business pages, you actually promote fitness and weight loss and health. Mm-hmm. And I was very curious to talk more about that. So do, do you uh, incorporate some of that into your fitness work, like the weight loss journeys and nutrition and all of that as well? Yes, I do. I I, I, I do. Uh, that's what me and him we were just talking. And I'm like, I see um, women's bringing their kids. And sometimes we have that waiting area. I don't know if you saw. So sometimes um, we have women. So I'm like, you know what? I want to do something to them. once Because when they're waiting for their kids, they could be working out or doing something. So I'm going to jump in and try to do something else in the gym a little bit different. But it's going to be kind of the same, like we're going to be working out and, you know, try to motivate moms too, you know? I love it. Yeah. And then um, not just only kids, not just only men's, um, like you said, or not just young girls and stuff, but why not bring the moms in too, you know, so they could get their little workout and feel like um, healthy by themselves, you know, like feel motivated. Because sometimes as as women, I think uh, we forget about us yeah. in a lot of ways. Why? This is one. We have kids, we have to take care of our kids, our husband, our houses, and, you know, clean and take the kids to school and stuff, and we forget about us. So I'm like, you know what? I have to do something with women. I need to help them. Sometimes we need to think about us too, you know? Absolutely. Especially mothers, yeah. right? And it's interesting. Um, a few weeks ago, we had on another organization called Sister Friends. And they specifically work with Black women and girls. And one of the things she talked about was the importance of self-care and how a lot of times Black women, we spend so much time taking care of the family and we, and we neglect ourselves. And I would guess... It's probably similar with Latino women, too, mm-hmm. where you spend so much time taking care of the family that we neglect our own health. And I've looked at the numbers. Latino women and black women have similar rates around uh, heart disease and high blood pressure. You know, we're not taking care of ourselves as far as our food. We're taking care of ourselves as far as exercise. We don't really have the time. We spend so much time taking care of our families and everyone else. Everyone needs us. Right. Yes. And so I would imagine it's very similar with what you're saying. So I can imagine the moms are coming in and are like, you know, because they're taking their fact, they're there taking their mm-hmm. children yeah. to their programs. Mm-hmm. And you're like, right. What about your needs, mom? 
What about your health and fitness? What about, you know, your mental state? Because it feels good to exercise and get in your body. So I think that's beautiful that you brought that into the gym as well, because a lot of times, you know, when we think of programs for our children, we don't think about what are the parents need? And I think that's excellent. Yeah. So that's one one of the things that um, motivate me to do it. I'm like, I'm a mom and I'm like, we do so much, but yeah, we do. Like, we have to do something about ourselves. So that's what I started doing this uh, program in our gym to to help um, mothers. So you guys are really about the community. Y'all not yeah. playing, yeah. right? Yeah, I love yeah, it. It started off. It started off with boxing, and then, like you said, it went uh, towards. I we we came into to uh, a, well, not a conclusion, but we've been seeing that if if like she said, the mothers are are involved in that, they would they're actually pushing each other to. So I we can see it when like oh no like he didn't want to come today, but I have to come. So now they both they both go, and they push each other. And then the moms have more energy. They live healthier. They don't they don't eat certain things because they know they're gonna train the next day. So it's just a whole thing, you know. Oh wow! Yeah. So you yeah. guys are contributing to the overall overall health and well being of the community. Yeah. Yes. So do you guys see that as your um I guess sort of your staple in, in the community is hey we're helping the health and wellness of our entire community. Yes, I yes. think I think. Uh, I think if we could if we could um, be better in, in our our body and mind, everything else around we're gonna we're, we're gonna be able to um, to do better, you know, and, and work with your kid, like women with kids, uh, us as men, and, and just the energy, the the way of us carrying ourselves instead of just going home home and getting a beer, like no, we gotta take our, the kids to to the gym. And like the women start uh, working out, just the whole. I think the whole thing will be is better for for everything in general. I love how your organization and your boxing gym started off as a family affair, and then you mm-hmm. made it a community affair. That's also a family affair. No, we mm-hmm. want not just our family. We want your family involved too. Yeah. And so it's just permeated all throughout your your work. Yes, yeah. I love that. Thank you. And so. I'm just I'm just so enamored with the work that you do and just you two in general. You guys are just beautiful, amazing people. I, I was so impressed with what I saw yesterday. I was impressed with um, our phone call earlier today, Rudy, and I'm impressed even more in talking with both of you today. Um, I also want the listeners to kind of know because I want them to also begin to support what you guys are doing. What are the benefits of boxing um, for young people if they don't see themselves as becoming amateur or pro boxers, but they do, but, they, but they, maybe parents just want to put their kids in a program to even be interested? What are some of the other benefits of boxing and of the sport in general? Uh, well, I think we'll go back to uh, just the mind, the mind and body, taking care of your mind and body, and you you kind of uh, show them the way. Of course, they're gonna reach a certain age where they're gonna do their own thing, but if you at least guide them. They, they won't be able to say, like, you're not contributing to them just sitting down at home or being at their phone. Because right now it's real easy. Uh, uh, like I was telling you earlier, back in my days, it was more to get the kids out of the streets, out of the gangs and drugs. Now, a lot of our, a lot of the moms that go to the gym, my, I, I would say at least 95% of them is because they, they can't get them off the phone. And they just they don't want to do nothing. So they're like, okay, you're going to get your phone, but you got to go and train for an hour. So I, I, that's a that's a great idea for me, and that makes me happy because I'm 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 part of it, 
And if if we could do that with our youth, um, I think we'll prepare them be- better for life, not just not just the competition of fighting. Because out of out of you know out of all the kids that we have, it's it's, it's a small portion that is actually going to continue to fight professional. Right. But just by teaching them the uh, you know the gratitude, like I told you, gratitude and uh, discipline, uh, it, it's a good start for everything else that they want to do in life. Right. Gratitude, discipline, strength, mental strength. Yeah. Um, and also one of the things that I learned from talking to your niece is that it gave her an outlet. It gave her a space when she mm-hmm. felt angry or she felt frustrated yeah. or she felt lonely. It was a space where she could feel community. She could feel connected. She had another outlet. Yeah. Like, That's funny because today I was talking to one of, one of our fighters. He's actually a fighter. He's, uh, he's going to go to it for a second pro, pro fight, Kennedy. He was telling me a story about how he was uh, going through some stuff. He was depressed. He was sad and he was mad. And he decided to go to the gym and 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 um and train and then by the end of the day he felt a lot better like i told him i was like if it would have been another person that's never trained that's probably the last thing that he's gonna want to do because you don't want to do nothing when you feel like that so by us teaching our kids from a young age that make it a part of life of just uh, taking care of your body eating healthy you know um uh uh being stress free, we're gonna live better. So if we can, if, they, if we can get them to do a routine, whenever they do run into a problem, I think it's gonna be easier for them to go and try to uh, take, you know, uh, work out to get that out. Because somebody that hasn't worked out, I think that's the last thing they're gonna want to do. That's absolutely true, and I think I know for, even for myself, there was a time when. I definitely wouldn't have gotten up to do anything, go mm-hmm. for a walk even. Because, you know, I, I, at one point in my life, I battled depression really heavy. And one of the things we know that helps with depression is exercise. Mm-hmm. Well, do you feel like exercising when you're depressed? No, no. not if you don't have that in your system yeah. already. But if it's part of your already, you've already been training and it's yeah. already part of your practice, you're more like, I like yeah. what you said. You are more likely you to, just, to you use that as go. an You could just go and... um. Um, you, you, you like, th- cause this happens to everybody that trains. There's going to be days that you don't feel like training, but if you push yourself to do it, you're going to, you're going to be surprised that you're going to have one of your best, uh, trainings. Nobody ever regrets runs. it. One thing yeah. I, one thing I, so much, one thing I had, I had a personal trainer once who told me this. He says, I've never met anybody who regrets exercising. You regret not exercising, yeah. but you never yeah. regret exercising. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's how I started. Cause I'm going to tell you something, a little bit of my story, just real quick. I didn't even know how to run. So when when I met him, he put me into a program, which I appreciate that. <laughs> now, look what I do, you know? I didn't even know how to run. And he's like, come on, give yourself a try. And I'm like, okay. So he put me a program in the treadmill. He's like, okay, you're going to walk just for five minutes, then 10. And then that's how I kept going until right now we run almost like daily. Every day we run three miles. Nice. That's what we do. And then I'm like, oh, my God, you see? But now I feel good about myself. It's true. You never regret that. I love <laughs> never, that story. Never, I never. Mm-hmm. And I love that he started you off slow. Oh, yeah, he a, did. Yeah. And that's how I started. And then there was times that I didn't feel like I don't I don't feel that, like I want to go. But then once I get up and then I finish my workout, I'm like, I'm like, this is great. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I'm, I'm like, I feel happy because I did what you know, I didn't want it to do. And I feel good about myself now. But yeah, and then, um, yeah, we do have a lot of kids 
um, that sometimes they come with that um, that um, anger in themselves. Once they come to our gym, they totally change completely. Have I have so many stories that for a lot of uh, kids that I have, and um, I feel happy that we could change someone's life in our gym. That's what we're we're trying to do our best for the community, and we want to invite um, all the the kids from around our gym, our community, to come and stop by and and take a look at our gym. I absolutely love it. Let me ask you this because as a person who's not a, a follower of boxing necessarily, I know a little bit for some of my brother being into boxing, my father being into boxing. And um, so I can actually watch a match and I, I know what I'm looking at, but I don't follow it. So I don't want anybody to start asking me boxing questions. I don't follow, but I can watch a match and know what I'm looking at. Um, but I'm curious to know what is the legacy of the sport of boxing in Los Angeles and how do you see yourselves contributing to that legacy? Because I know you guys have boxers and fighters that actually compete that are pro for, that come from your gym. So I'm just curious to know what do you see as your legacy in boxing being from Los Angeles? So legacy in, in the in the actual com- competition world, uh, you know, uh, I, we've only had... Um, one world champion, no, two world champions, because one of the one ex. You're saying only like world champion isn't like a huge yeah, deal. We've only had one, no, two no, world champions. Two, That's pretty big. Two world champions in South Central, and one of them actually works with us. His name is Rico Ramos. He he was you probably met him when he was there, but that was one of them. And then the other one was Chicanito Hernandez. So if we can uh, if we can get one of our guys to become a world champion from South Central to be the the pride of South Central. That would be one of the one of the biggest legacies, and and then in in life, just to try to save as m- as many lives as we can. Like I told you before, uh, we can't save all of them, but I know at least at that those couple hours that they're at the gym, we know they're safe, unless an accident happens. But at least everybody's smiling, smiling with with uh, um, yeah, they they probably not. Physically smiling because they're tired, but there is, is they're they're uh, sweating with joy and something that they 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 enjoying at the moment. I love it. I like how he's so modest about his about his gym though. It's like you know, <laughs> well, we only have a couple of world champions. I just hope we can get another one. You know, I know, but it's beautiful, and I love what you're doing, and I do believe you're already that safe space. And I know that you want to save all the children and help all the children in the community. And I know you were going to expand. And you're going to be great because you're going to get that support. And speaking of that, how can people support you and or enroll their children into your programs, or enroll themselves into your fitness programs or wellness programs? Uh, how can they support us? Yeah, like well, what's your phone number? Can they call you? Can uh, they yeah, go they to your could, website? They could uh, um, either uh, follow us in uh, LA Team Garcia, no LA, LA TG Boxing, LA, LA TG Boxing and Instagram, um, uh, uh, Team Garcia Youth Boxing and Facebook, and our phone number is it's three two three five four seven five four seven. 4661. Give me one second. I don't know it by memory. I'll get it. <laughs> I can pull it up. I'm sure. Um, and, and don't worry, guys. I'll have these in the show notes. So it's 323-561-4677. Yes. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll have them. We'll have all this information, including the Instagram in the show notes. So don't worry if you didn't catch it because you're driving or you're washing dishes and you don't want to stop and type it up. Don't worry. We'll have it in the show notes for you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anna and Rudy. I appreciate all the work that you're doing. You guys, I know I've been gushing over you the entire show, but it's because I really, I, having witnessed what I witnessed yesterday and, and also speaking to you and even learning more today, I'm so like impressed and I'm so grateful that we have people like you in our community with the energy that you have with the commitment that you have and the drive that you have for the young people in our community and just the people in our community because we need more of that and we need more people like you so thank you thank you for having us thank yeah, you thank you for having us Thank you for listening to MHD Off The Record. And special thank you to Felicia, the poetess Morris of Morris Media Studios in Lamert Park. For more information, please visit MHDCD8.com and follow at MHDCD8 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to rate us five stars, subscribe, and share with a friend.